and welcome to episode 15 of Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust, a First Geek 411 podcast series. I'm Corey, and I'm here with Deanna and Carrie, and after all this confusion, I have no idea how I'm related to them, so um, here they are. I'm actually Corey's mother. Uh, Which is interesting, because Carrie's the fun one, so... (laughs) Hey, Um, I'm a cool mom! (laughs) I'm a cool mom. <laughs> anyway, um, you can find us at uh, Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust Podcast on Facebook. Hello, Kita. <laughs> or you can email us at firstgeek411 at gmail.com. You can uh, find us on Twitter at, F- F- excuse me, at FTPD underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you found us once, you can probably find us again. Except yep. this is the Twilight Zone, and you will never see us ever again. Anyway, the Tower of Terror. <laughs> I wish I was on the Tower of Terror. Oh, it I would be a bit difficult to record on the Tower of Terror. It'd be fun to try. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. <laughs> that sounds, I, next I time we go don't... to Disney World, you guys, we're recording a piece of this podcast for on the Tower of Terror. I'm <laughs> saying it now. Writing it. Boom. <laughs> don't think it would make for good listening. Um, I think It'll you're just wrong. Just be a soundbite. I am your mother. You need to listen to me. <laughs> yeah, just a quick soundbite. We'll just stick it in there. And be like, and here's us on the Tower of Terror. We we have to list our top four things while on the Tower of Terror. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds fun. Sounds Everyone fun. else would hate us so much. Like, <laughs> shut up. We're trying to watch. We're trying to enjoy the ride. I waited for three hours to ride this. Shut your Should've mouth. Should have got a fast pass. <laughs> Thank you, Fast Pass. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, uh, after all of that nonsense, today we're going to be talking about our feature film, The Ugly Dachshund. And uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of Disney news, and then we're going to rank our favorite Disney flops. My roommate, our, yeah. um, I was going to say, my roommate walked in today, and she was like, what are you watching? I was like, The Ugly Dachshund. She goes, well, that's not fair. You hate Dachshunds. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> it was amusing. Oh. But, uh, yeah, The Ugly Dachshund, it's an interesting movie. I picked it because I'd never seen it before and had knew absolutely nothing about it. Um, I assumed it was sort of an ugly duckling type story, and I was kind of right. You were it, it, just a little it was bit, yes. Yeah. A story about a young couple whose, um, Dachshund gives birth to puppies. And uh, the wife wants to show them. So the husband, he he wants like a big manly dog, and he doesn't like being around all these females and everything. So basically, during this process, they find out that their vet's uh, Great Dane has given birth and doesn't have enough milk for all the puppies. So they agree to um, to allow their dachshund to nurse one of the Great Dane puppies so he doesn't die because he doesn't dachshund, take well to a bottle. Yeah, the dachshund has plenty of milk. Yes. Uh, so throughout this process, he, you know, the, uh, Great Dane, known as Brutus, um, is very clumsy and keeps trying to act like a dachshund, but it doesn't work very well because he's, he's big and clumsy. But Brutus and, is an honorable dog. Yes, he is an honorable <laughs> dog. <laughs> um, so, uh, the wife decides she's going to show her dachshund and, um, the husband shows Brutus, and Brutus ends up winning some prizes. It's kind of a, a validation of Brutus. Yeah. And he has to—he wins the prizes by um, 
learning how to be a Great Dane. So he, like, stands very big and tall and proud instead of crouching down like a dachshund. Yeah. And, and he wins a prize for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just a big basic summary. Good um, summary. Movie- Good summary. <laughs> Why, thank you, Mom. <laughs> Such a supportive mother. I know. <laughs> It's nice to have this kind of validation from my parents, you know, it's just. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> so anyway, um, I thought it was an interesting movie. It was generally pretty cute, not necessarily original, but yeah. not such a bad watch most of the time. It had some flaws. It had some, some perks. So yeah. mild racism aside, I thought it was a pretty good movie. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it was a tab racist. Yeah, but I feel how I feel about this is like it's 1966, right? And they're trying to maybe be like inclusive, but they're dumb people from 1966 and don't know how to do it right. Well, let's <laughs> explain a little. Um, the the mildly racist part of this movie is that the couple, the main couple, is having a party and it's being catered by a um, Japanese catering company that. Upon seeing the large dog, the um, the caterer's young nephew, Kenji, keeps exclaiming, Ryan, mm-hmm. Ryan. And clinging, now, and hopping up in a little tiny tree and clinging to it, all afraid. Mm-hmm. Now, while this was not, um, you know, this wasn't a great thing, uh, and it made me a little uncomfortable, um, it... It was not, it could have been a lot worse. I I was thinking, and I kind of said to Deanna earlier, at least they used Japanese actors to play the Japanese characters. Both of the actors in uh, in this uh, movie playing Japanese characters were Japanese. No breakfast at um, Tiffany's situations going on here. (laughs) Indeed not. And while I must say this was not Mako's best work, it was, uh, his role as Kenji could have been a lot worse. Wait, that was Mako? Yeah. Oh my gosh, he's like a famous voice actor. <gasps> oh, oh, that's like his start in Hollywood, wasn't it? Aww. Probably. He plays young Kenji. <laughs> that was a nice little like slide in of information that like shocked I was Carrie. Cry. Oh, okay. Anyway, while she composes <laughs> herself, <laughs> um, <laughs> what the. <laughs> Oh, goodness. You can't mention him to me without making me cry. Why did you do that? (laughs) For those of you who don't know, um, one of Mako's more famous roles in recent-ish years has been Uncle Iroh (gasps) in Avatar The Last Airbender. I know it's Nickelodeon, but I don't care. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe that's Mako. Did you just, like, IMDb that and just come upon that? Because that's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) I was that actually I was looking to see if the phenomenal. actors were Japanese and um they oh my were gosh. that is phenomenal. <laughs> like that just struck me as such a shock. I couldn't help it. Yeah. Oh my well, goodness. I've, I've been talking a lot. Deanna, what did you think? Um I thought it was cute. Like um it was fun seeing like little tiny baby puppies and I love the part in the dog show where like uh, I think Brutus is looking around and he's seeing all of the owners and the dogs how they like, match each other. <laughs> that reminded me of 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, I did. I was like, this is hilarious. And just the way that they like styled some like one lady's hair like to to her um what was it? Was it a bloodhound? 
or something. I something like that. Um, and then not a bloodhound. It's similar to a different type, basset hound. That's what it was. The lady had like her hair styled like the ears and oh um, yeah, and then the, the pug lady or the bulldog and like the guy that kind of looked like somebody from The Godfather or something like that. Um, that was cute and um, uh, and I did like at the end how Brutus was like, um, he he was annoyed with his rascally little dachshund sisters, but he still loved them. In the oh end. yeah, that was really cute. yeah. Even it's like it makes sense why he was so clumsy because he thought he was a little tiny wiener dog. <laughs> I love I love what uh they called them the walking wieners. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute. Um. Yeah, I thought it was cute. Not original, per se. And I think I was actually a little irritated at the end when they're like, we're not going to do any more dog shows. I was like, I would have loved it so much more had his wife been like, oh, Brutus, and like really thrown herself into like Great Danes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or if they had shown them together more or something like that. That was something that yeah. they could, instead of like giving it up, had they just like gone on to do it together. Mm-hmm. It, it could have been worse, though. I think that they did that whole her warming up to Brutus thing pretty well right after Brutus saved her favorite dachshund from the garbage mm-hmm. truck. So yeah, that was Chloe, cute. Mischievous yeah. Chloe. And she's like, Brutus, your silly father hasn't given you breakfast yet. Let me go feed you. And I'm like, yeah. 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 Good Brutus. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. Does Disney not aware that male Great Danes come in any other color? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> what I pointed out to my roommate and she agreed was that probably all of the dogs that played Brutus. Oh. Yeah. They were probably uh, all the yeah. dogs that played Brutus. <laughs> that would make sense. It was, I right? I considered that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, they probably just got all the Brutus dogs to come out and do that because they all had to be uncut male dogs of the same color to play Brutus. <laughs> so it makes sense that those are the ones they had on deck, you know? Because <laughs> clearly they were aware that Great Dates came in other colors. Because of the one at the end, the, the girl the one. The pretty Harlequin one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so pretty. Um, but I was just like, oh, I bet those are all the uh, the other dogs that play Brutus. <laughs> yep. They just they were just there on set already. Makes sense. I got mad that his sisters kept getting him in trouble. They're little mischievous little devils. He was a saint! <laughs> Brutus was a uh, saint! Okay, however, in the part where they trash the... Um, owner's art studio. He was a little guilty. He was they, a little guilty, but what I was going to say <laughs> is that there is no way they would not have found paint all over those dachshunds. Yeah, they cannot, yeah, they were the, like sitting there cleaning themselves. They would have found it or those dachshunds would be dead from eating that paint. <laughs> it probably has lead in it. All well, of they that also this movie sorry. made a slide out of like is that like turpentine or whatever? This yeah, paint removing stuff. Paint remover like, paint or thinner. paint thinner. They're all, yeah, paint thinner. It's like they're probably all some somewhat poisoned. <laughs> it's like, Ooh. but yeah, I thought I thought it was cute. Though, like Dachshund's kind of messing everything up and Brutus getting in trouble for it. But I feel like it happened one too many times. I don't maybe. know. This, all don't of know. this did. This, I felt this movie vindicated my opinion of Dachshunds, um, which is they are <laughs> tricky and not to be trusted um, <laughs> at all. Yeah, they those walking weeders may look cute. But don't get them near you, and don't trust them with your children, because they're what the is, worst. What is your uh, knowledge about the these Trixie dachshunds? I have been, I have been attacked, <laughs> and marred, and maimed by a dachshund in my past. When all I did was show it kindness. <laughs> she has a tiny near invisible scar on her lip from is a that dachshund. Near invisible. 
<laughs> well, I'm looking at you right now, and I can't even see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my roommate also would like me to point out that the male dogs, all being one color, made a stark visual difference between the ones in line and the female one not in line. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> Budget and good visual. It was a cutout. <laughs> Just a bunch of cutouts. <laughs> That'd be really funny. That would be really funny. But yes, this movie is furthering my agenda, which is dachshunds are tricky and not to be trusted. <laughs> and I appreciate that completely. I think it um, precedes your agenda. I am your mother. I was born. <laughs> I was born in the fifties. It's my agenda. <laughs> okay. Oh goodness. Um, but my yeah. mother has been campaigning since the age of eight. <laughs> yes, I almost would have been. I think I was. I wasn't much older than that when I was brutally attacked. Yeah. Also, I was about to get frustrated this movie when. Um, like she did, she was like, "Oh, a fourth puppy. He looks funny." Like I was kind of like, "Are they gonna make her to be dumb and be like, oh, this is a dachshund?" But I'm glad that they that she was like, "You didn't think like I would notice that this is not a dachshund." It took like, her long enough. My it word. took her a while, but I'm glad it wasn't like it didn't go on longer than it did because I was like, "Okay." Yeah. I thought the same stupid. thing. Yeah, and I was really relieved when she was like, "Okay, this dachshund." Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, I'm oh. sorry, I'll explain. I was starting to get really irritated with her with the gifts from the dogs. I was, I like, was too. <laughs> I was like, come on, lady, you don't even realize your husband stopped smoking? Like, come on. Or, like, giving her the bronze dog bone. You know he doesn't like them. Like, but then she made up for it by giving him Brutus back. So I was like, okay, yeah. alright, alright. I did like, like how, come on. Yeah, yeah, I liked how it went back and forth like that, and it was mm -hmm. like, he got he overreacted and got angry before he before like he found out oh she's trying to do something nice for you <laughs> i will say it's kind of nice that they are a little flawed she's a little self-absorbed yeah. and a little snooty you know but not yeah. necessarily like she's like oh you know you know great danes are just big and oafish and can't really be trained and he's like hmm but on his part the reason why he was so oafish and clumsy is because he didn't bother trying to train his dog i know at like... all. <laughs> if you want a large dog people that's fine but please be aware that they require training in order to not break and destroy everything in your home take them to puppy school yes <laughs> and I, she was clearly intelligent just a little absorbed in what she was like her own stuff her own things that are going on yeah but i mean so it, i mean he was you know he lied to his wife about you know the puppy and was a well little, was a little he pouty. never lied he never lied a lie by omission withheld the truth but he was a little you know pouty and a little rude sometimes to her and you know so i mean like they seemed like real people with real flaws and it was it yeah. just it did yeah and i was like that's that's fine you know they, you can't expect them to be absolutely perfect but mm -hmm. it was it, there were really cute moments between them two and they seemed like actual people who were like you know it seemed good yeah. um yeah it was a cute movie or you have anything else on this movie um not really no <laughs> I, I think we got it pretty well covered okay yeah. Alright, so uh, let's move on to our next topic, our Once Upon a Time segment. There wasn't that much happening in the coming week in Disney history. Um, mm -hmm. There were a lot more people yelling, I'm going to go to Disney World, 
or at Walt <laughs> Disney World or Disneyland or whatever because it's still, you know, the Super Bowl time. Right. <laughs> so that happened a lot. Um, and on February 2nd, 1945, The Three Caballeros was released. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in so long. Mm, like, long I was time. really young when I saw it, and it was only that one time, I think. And I, think I promise... I promise I did not plan this, but on February 4th, 1966, The Ugly Dachshund was released. <laughs> oh, nice. nice. <laughs> and on February 7th, 1940, Pinocchio was per- made its premiere. Aww. Pinocchio. Yeah. So, then you wish upon a star. <laughs> it makes no yep. difference. It's not there. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it goes, right? Yeah, sure. that's it. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> that just happened. Well, I mean, stars burn out before the light even gets to you sometimes. So, oh, yeah, that's what you're referring to. I was like, okay, okay. I was like, I got, I got you. <laughs> no, like stars, you know, they We're burn like out looking by the time at the light that was space. millions. Yeah, that was many, many years ago. Yeah. So space. <laughs> Educate yourself. <laughs> All right, now for the Newsies banner, our uh, news and announcements. Um, not a lot again this week. The one big announcement is that the 2019 Screen Actors Guild Awards uh, gave out a couple of honors uh, for uh, Best Performance by a Cast in a Motion Picture and Outstanding Action Performance by a Stunt Ensemble in a Motion Picture. They both went to Black Panther. Ooh, nice. Ah, of course, because... The ensemble was fantastic. Indeed. <laughs> and right afterward, Disney announced that they are going to re-release Black Panther from February 1st through 7th in honor of Black History Month. <gasps> oh, I'd love to see it in theaters again. That's a great yeah. idea. Oh, it was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely deserving of... Um, some kind of award like i don't i didn't see many of the other movies that are up for the award so i'm like this one i know was good i can't if, speak for the other movies but i hope it wins some things if black panther does not win for costume there is no justice because <laughs> its costume design was fantastic mm-hmm. yes. or even if you what, what's it called set design or something like that maybe not set yeah. design yeah they're going to um, open up and be like, Suicide Squad? No! <laughs> <laughs> what? Make it land. Land. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's Not exciting. Again. I think we might go see it again. Yeah, I would love to. That'd be fantastic. Yep. So anyway, uh, not much news, not many uh, events in history. So let's go ahead and get down to business. With our top four Disney flops. All right. <laughs> I just noticed in my notes I wrote flips. I'm guessing that was a autocorrect thing. But I was like, flips. Um, there are some pretty good Disney flips. Um, uh, <laughs> That's next there's week. There's some in Mulan. Um, there are some pretty good ones in Treasure Planet. <laughs> we should do flips. <laughs> what? Best Disney flips. Like I don't know. Can Yoda get one for like for... acrobatics? Yeah. yeah okay. Can we? Can Yoda get one for Attack of the Clones? <laughs> I know it wasn't Disney the then. I know it wasn't Disney then, but those were some pretty sweet flips. Sweet yep. flips. Sweet I flips. mean, we all know Mulan would win. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we'll okay. See. To be fair, it wouldn't be Mulan. 
it'd be Captain Lee Shack. <laughs> mm, true. <laughs> Tells us some great flips. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, yeah. Um, we're going to rank our top four Disney flops. These are the box office failures that we still really like. So these are not the worst movies. That is a different list. No. And honestly, a lot of the flops might make my worst Disney movies list. Because a lot of these flops deserve to flop. <laughs> but not all. In fact, I had a pretty decent sized list of flops that I enjoy and I kind of had difficulty carving it down but yeah, here you we go a weird list okay post goes first so uh number four hocus pocus Ooh. hocus pocus <laughs> is off to a really bad start to begin with because it was originally supposed to be released as a halloween movie but instead was released in summer because disney did not want it to compete with um nightmare before christmas yeah, that's insane uh, to me that you would release it in July. You know, it, I think it would have been smart to release it at Halloween and then push back Nightmare Before Christmas, maybe to like to Thanksgiving or Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Christmas. yeah that's but, really weird. That's or so even bizarre. Yeah. Hold it a year. I don't know. Yeah, but the summer release really hurt this movie, and it did not do well. Um, and. It just kind of came back relatively recently, pretty strong as a cult classic. It, it had a strong following still, uh, yeah. despite being a failure. But I mean, a big enough following that on Halloween night this year, they had an anniversary party for it where like yeah. celebrities came and like it was yeah. it was on it was put on TV. It was streamed on TV, this big anniversary party for Hocus Pocus. Yeah. So I mean, my first exposure exposure to it was, I think. Uh, ABC Family or even yeah. Disney Channel, like them playing it on TV was what, like, that's what we did as kids is watch all the TV. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, that was me that's too. How it was popularized by especially our yeah. generation, I believe. Yeah. So, I mean, we've talked a lot about that movie, so I don't need to really go into it, yeah. but just kind of mention that it didn't do well to begin with. Yeah. We have a whole episode to talk about <laughs> yeah. Hocus Pocus. Go back and find the Hocus Pocus episode, whatever yes. that was. Mm hmm. Some more okay. time in October. <laughs> um, number three. Probably my most predictable one, Treasure Planet. Ooh. Treasure Planet was a huge failure. It was kind of a labor of love from the creators. They'd been wanting to make it for many, many years. It was, of course, an adaptation of um, Treasure Island. And mm-hmm. this What's movie... That? Uh, I think it was a magazine. Ah, <laughs> yes. For pirates. <laughs> no. <laughs> Professional of, pirates. Of course, it was the Robert Louis Stevenson novel. Um, but I enjoyed it a lot. It was beautiful. It was very touching. It had some, some great sincerity. You can feel Jim's struggle. I mean, he he's a misguided kid but he's he's not a bad kid and he just has a lot of struggles and Mm -hmm. it's it's a good movie yeah yeah it's a good movie and uh yeah i just think it wasn't properly marketed i remember seeing the trailer in theaters and i most of the trailer was jim riding on his solar 
surfer mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really expose you to what the movie was about. It was just a really cool art scene with him on his little solar flyer thing. But yeah. it didn't tell you anything about other than this kid rides around and gets arrested by the cops. Hey, hey. You know, like. He's cool. He's cool. But I was like, I'm not appealed to this. And it was a little bit like Tangled where I was like, this looks not good. Um, yeah. But I mean, I was wrong. And if they had just made a better trailer, who knows? Yeah. Well, and unfortunately, also, sorry. Unfortunately, the sad reality for most of this list, if you look at it, they're male-led Disney movies. The other thing is, it was the most expensive animated movie made at that point in time, so it had a big like gap to fill. Yeah. It it needed to make a lot of money, and it just didn't make it back because of bad advertising and things like that. Because I was reading up on that earlier today, Tarzan was the most expensive animated movie ever made up until Treasure Planet. And, you know, Tarzan did pretty well. Um, Mm -hmm. Tarzan did really well. But unfortunately, I think they have to work very hard to overcome this whole, like, ready-made market of people wanting pretty princesses. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Not that there's anything wrong with wanting pretty princesses, of course. I like pretty princesses as much as the next person. Um and I think there's actually a lot of similarities between Tarzan and Treasure Planet. Um, they also kind of marketed Tarzan as the surfer dude kind of thing. Yeah. They did, but I think the trailer gave you more to work with than this mm-hmm. one did. Tarzan had Jane. And, yeah. And, and, and also, Tarzan is dress. extremely recognizable. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. When I first saw the trailer in theaters, I didn't know Treasure Planet was a Treasure Island reference. I didn't either. But, I mean, Tarzan is Tarzan. You know Tarzan. Like, it's not... I think maybe had I known that when I was a kid, I would have wanted to see it more. But as it was, I didn't see it until it was on the Disney Channel, and I was maybe in late high school or college. Hmm. Um, Which is a shame, because it's a really good movie. And Amelia's a great I character. Know. Yeah, so... <laughs> but my favorite kid... We'll talk more about it later. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it in the uh, Treasure Planet episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Um... Yeah. Okay. Where did my list go? <laughs> okay. Um, my number two is Rescuers Down Under. Oh, great oh, movie. That, that was a flop. It was a it was a huge flop. It was the least successful film of the Disney Renaissance. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, it came out my birth year. I'm sad. But it was a good movie, and I don't think it deserved that, you know, lack of success that it got. Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny. It's uh, you know the animation's beautiful, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a decent story. I, I I'm not so sure why it didn't do well. Yeah, but it was better than the original Rescuers. I know. Oh my gosh, Rescuers Down Under was a great film. Yeah, so good. We talked yeah. about it at some point. I don't have a lot to say about it. Just that I'm really surprised it did as poorly as it did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe marketing yet again. I don't know. But my number one was Pinocchio. Mm. Pinocchio was a huge box office flop. Pinocchio, despite critical acclaim, it had to be, it was released in 1940, as I mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. but it had to be re-released in 1945 to even make a profit at all. Mm. So it was, it was pretty, pretty clear flop in the beginning so i mean we all know pinocchio it's just classic disney i don't you know it's it's iconic yeah i mean that's where the theme song came from exactly i mean you what is disney without pinocchio 
Mm-hmm. But, you know. You have to pick a different theme song. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, I just realized what you're talking about. I was like, we don't have a theme song. I was like, oh, you mean Disney? You mean <laughs> Jiminy <laughs> Cricket. It's Mom, so take your medicine. <laughs> Mama needs to go to bed. <laughs> oh, man. I fell asleep watching The Ugly Dogs in earlier before we started. Aww. That's why I was late. I had to, like, go back 20 minutes. <laughs> It's nothing against Ugly Dachshund. Don't think it was that. I'm just that tired. From the moment I've woken up this morning, I've been like, ugh. It's so. been a struggle day. It's been a struggle anyway. day. <clears throat> Pinocchio. Yeah, hey, Aww. great. Great, good, good, good one. <laughs> I have a couple of honorable mentions that may be brought up later. Uh, I have an honorable mention that's probably going to be brought up later. But it's Deanna's turn. Oh, okay. Because awesome. I went last. I went first last week, so. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, my number four. <laughs> Is Treasure Planet. Yay! <laughs> um, it's like it flopped, but I really liked this like futuristic or spacey take on Treasure Island. And kind of like what you guys said, I didn't know that it was Treasure Island until I saw it. I was like, oh, it's Treasure Island. I got it now. Like <laughs> I thought it was just like a cool, spacey, futuristic thing. Um, but... Yeah, I love this movie. There's so much heart to it, and it's a fun adventure, and very creative, and, um, I mean, who doesn't like space? Space nice. pirates. Um, so yeah, we'll have to do that, an episode with that one at some point. Um, my number three is The Black Cauldron. Mm. So, I, I love this movie, and, like, there was a time when I would quote it a lot, um, like, Gurgi's like, Gurgi, what's his munchies are crunchy? What's his munchies are crunchy? Disney used to have a place called Gurgi's Munchies and Crunchies. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, like, a Lumiere-themed restaurant replaced it. But, um, yeah, this was also the first um, Disney animated movie to get a PG rating, which is... Mm. Makes sense when you watch it because it's like this. Yeah, this would scare the little ones. It did which scare is me. Probably Damn another it. reason it flopped because it's like creepy. Like they're not going to take five year olds to go see the Black Cauldron. Deanna, did you and I watch the Black Cauldron together junior year of college in probably. my in my dorm? I think that was the last time I saw it. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I, I do I own this, the DVD. So. I have this memory of us watching that movie together. Junior year of college. Sorry. Oh, yeah. We probably did. I remember watching, like, Hunchback and all kinds of stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I love The Black Cauldron. And it has, an like, actual royalty Disney princess in it that everyone forgets about. Poor Elon Um, But... Yeah, I think it's cute. I love I love the Black Cauldron, but yeah, the Horn King is terrifying, so not for um G-rated watchers only. <laughs> um and then my number 2 is Newsies. <laughs> um mostly because like it flopped and did terrible, then it got a cult following um through the VHS or DVD and then um in 2012, got its own Broadway musical that won a few Tonys for uh, one for choreography and one for original score. Um, so that's kind of one of those things. It's like it came out when like not at a good time, and then came, and then re-released in a different format that I think works better for this story. Yeah, and, like the dancing and stuff. Um, 
And yeah, and I saw I've actually saw it on like the stage twice. I saw it in New York and like when it was touring. Um, such a fun show, and it's also on Netflix because they recorded uh, like a finale um, performance of it. So check that out. Um, yeah, and then my number one, and I didn't know this was a flop, but it makes sense because of the time period is Fantasia. I um, knew that was going to be on your list. <laughs> is that the one you predicted? Yep. Yeah. Um, it flopped due to World War II, and then later, later it like showed up in like I guess Sorcerer Mickey that showed up in video games, <laughs> Disneyland attractions, and concerts, and it also got a sequel, Fantasia 2000. Um, I grew up on this movie, which is interesting because like there's no talking hardly except like one little interlude with Mickey and the um, conductor. Um, but yeah. And I think I went to a showing at the Alamo draft house. They had a 75th anniversary showing of Fantasia that I went to. And there were some other like Disney nerds in the small theater with me. And the second, like the first piece started, I actually cried. <laughs> Cause it'd been so long since I saw it. And it's that music just reminded me of watching the VHS as a kid. Aww. And I think it's literally just like clouds and like shapes and like, it's so like abstract the first scene. And then you have like the Nutcracker suite with like the fairies and all the different things. And then you have the the one, I forget the name of the piece, but it has like all the Greek mythology. And then you have the Rite of Spring that's got the dinosaurs. Like I just knew it was the dinosaur piece when I'd heard it, but then later learned the name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but such <laughs> beautiful imagery and like adaptations to just classical music that like it's just so creative. And yeah. I love Fantasia, and it's got my favorite Mickey, which is Sorcerer Mickey mm-hmm. from Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, so which also was a flop. Sorcerer's <laughs> Apprentice, oh, that flopped real bad. But that's not on my list. I was list. so disappointed, deservedly. <laughs> like this is dumb. Don't put yeah, that movie. Was, that movie was pretty bad. I will admit. Um, the reason why oh. I went to go see it is because it had the actor from How to Train Your Dragon. It came out right after How to Train Your Dragon, so. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. They should have just done like an, a concert for like that had Sorcerer's Apprentice and just had Mickey come out in costume and conduct it or something. I'm like, no, no, this movie, no. I don't <laughs> like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I uh, I saw that movie because I really like Alfred Molina. I didn't realize no. Alfred Molina was in it until after I already was sitting there. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool, buddy. That's one of those That's ones nice. that deserved to flop. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Not one of your best choices, Alfred. Well then, now it is time for my list. My number four is Dumbo. Dumbo came out and it flopped because Pearl Harbor. (laughs) Like that was in the thing. It came out and it literally flopped. It didn't make money because of World War II and Pearl Harbor happening. And it was like, there are other things to look at and see and focus on at the time. So it got great reviews from um, the critics, but they couldn't Mm -hmm. get people to see it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> dang wars gotta keep us from seeing movies. Dang wars. Um, so that was my number four. Um, yeah. My number three is Rescuers Down Under. 
I really loved that movie when I was a kid, and I hate the original Rescuers movie. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there was this thing that Nostalgia Critic did way back when. It was like a comparison of the two. It would be like a little girl like... And like driving around <laughs> with like the fake cat or whatever, and like doing this, it was like bah, 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 like show all the scenery of the of the of the sequel, and it would go back to the other one. It's like, yeah, is there any comparison about which movie is better? Oh, Rescuers Down Under is just better. Um, yeah. everything, and then you know we have George C. Scott as our poaching villain and Joanna <laughs> the Goanna, and just it's all fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that film. And, um, yeah, that's just, that's just a great movie. And it, it did flop. This was not on my list until Corey set her list and I changed mine. Yeah. If we needed um, a tiebreaker, I would pick Rescuers Down Under, just I, as a aside. Just wait, just wait. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a great film. And again, another one of those, I think it suffered a little bit because the lack of princesses, you know, um, and even the lead kid that they're trying to save is a little boy, not this time, not a little girl. Uh, even though Cody's a great character, you know. But so. it's got ambulance. I know, I know. <laughs> but I mean, by the time we were little kids, people didn't know who Ava, Gabor, and Bob Newhart were, you know? Mm-hmm. It was Ava, right? I always get it mixed up which one is Jaja and which one is Ava. I think Jaja did not do Disney. That could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Hungarian actress sisters, Zsa and Ava Gabor. I always mix up which one is in which. Mm. I think it's Ava, but I'm not sure. Pretty sure it's Ava, but yes. Um, so yeah, Rescuers Down Under is my number three. My number two. It was Ava. Aha, I was right. My number <laughs> two is Treasure Planet. Wow. Yeah, everyone's shocked. It's, um... <laughs> We've talked about this one a lot, so I'm not going to go too in-depth, but I'm going to touch on several things we didn't talk about yet. Long John Silver in this movie is such a great character. You can see his confliction and his love for Jim and how he... It's just... It's so good, this father-son relationship that is growing out of their relationship. And that... Mm. I honestly think that is, like, the core and the soul of the film is the relationship between those two absolutely wonderfully and beautifully done. I love it. And the second thing that I'm going to mention that we haven't talked about is that song that they play <laughs> the, during the montage where John and Jim are like becoming friends and he's mentoring him. I'm still here is rocking, man. That is a great I'm still song. Here. That song I is powerful when you're a little emo teenager like I was. <laughs> yeah, and I gotta say... There is just some very, very genuine touching emotion and some very character-defining moments in Jim choosing not to side with Long John Silver, even though he's so hungry for a male mentor. Yes. But you know, John is proud of him, and that's like, ah, you're proud that he's good and you work. (laughs) Uh, And I, I adore it so much. And especially because you know his mom once was, are you going to cry? No. You're lying. I was. I'm not. I'm. I'm trying so hard not to laugh because I'm thinking about Troy finding without my map by Thunder. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is the greatest meme of all time. It's so great. 
Gianna, we'll show you later. We have we don't have the time. Um, okay. <laughs> there's okay. A, there's a Wait. YouTube video. Um, go ahead, Corey. You found okay, it. There's a, I found this online. I have no <laughs> idea how. It was recommended to me on YouTube for some <laughs> reason. And it is a series of videos people have made. And it's just various things dubbed over with the... Um, with the dialogue from Treasure Planet, and it's different characters talking to each other, and the scene is Jim always going, "Try to find it without my map by Thunder." And it's like Jim tells off Gaston. Jim tells off is like all these different characters from all these different. We're gonna we'll link some of the better ones in the podcast. Okay, it is yeah. His- hysterical and the thing is like it's not all the same user that has made them they have been made over the span of years and we looked for it like on like know your meme and stuff like that it's no there's no explanation for its origin it just exists and we're like what like the deepest cut meme i've ever heard of (laughs) it's so funny and it's so bizarre we'll link the better one in the um Okay. <laughs> in the in the podcast. But oh, you guys have to see it for yourself. It's bizarre. Yes, Co- Corey, please put <laughs> links in the notes. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I can't believe you haven't shown that to you yet. Uh, <laughs> Try to find it without my map by Oh gosh, I'm excited. Okay, Corey, <laughs> you read the book. Is Long John Silver Cajun or anything no. like that in the book? No. I think that is just a fantastic addition that they did to Long John's mm-hmm. character then. They kind of have this Cajun feel for Long John Silver in the, hmm. um, don't you, did, I mean, don't you get that too? I mean, yeah. the accents and everything? Like Caribbean, maybe? I can kind of see, I can kind of see. Caribbean, yeah, maybe, maybe um, a little bit Cajun, but. Now, his wife was black. I'm not, okay. his wife could have been Caribbean. Okay. He was okay. a pirate and his wife was black. It's possible. I mean, Maybe. I just, I kind of, I really like all the choices they made. I'm trying to Google Long John Silver, but all that comes up is seafood restaurants. <laughs> That's the worst. Oh. Like, I know that the actor who plays him isn't, but he has this accent that I find really interesting to the character. When they could have gone, you know, I suppose like the British Tim Curry route or things like that, and they and they didn't. Mm. Um, I was like, "That's kind of cool." They were professional pirates. <laughs> <laughs> I just like this Caribbean kind of feel that they gave to his character is really interesting. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, but uh, I just think it's an interesting take that they did. <clears throat> but yeah, I think my favorite character in in that movie is John Silver, uh, just because I love. Um, the entire depth of the relationship between him and Jim. Just I like Morph. Morph is adorable. What a, <laughs> what a way to make a parrot into an alien space film, is all I'll say. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah, it's really cute. Um, so yeah, but I was just curious about that. So, love it. Fantastic. And my number one, I feel like I'm going to have to defend myself. Oh no, I have no idea what's coming next. <laughs> My number one is Atlantis, the Lost Empire. I considered that one. All right, all right, all right. My dog is named Kita. We're all shocked. Hi, Kita. You think I'm calling you, but I'm not. (laughs) Um, It made back its money. It made all about double the money back. But the reason why I'm considering it a flop, despite the fact it made its money back, is because Disney considered it 
a flop. Disney had these super high hopes for Atlantis, the Lost Empire. They were planning on making a TV series. They were even planning on making rides and a whole section at Disney for Atlantis, the Lost Empire. And whenever it turned out that it was going to only be a moderate success, they dumped all of that instantly. No more ad, no more addition to the park. The few episodes that they had made for the TV show were rushed and released as a straight to D, straight to VHS film. They mm-hmm. had all these high hopes for it and then just immediately dropped it because it didn't do as well as they expected. So even though it made its money back, it still was considered a flop by Disney because of all these high hopes they had. And I think that does, in in fact, make it a flop because they thought of it as one. Um, yeah. It wasn't the wild success they hoped. And I, it has gotten a bit more of a following of people loving it now because it is just honestly one of the greatest underrated Disney films. It has such a wonderful, diverse cast of characters. It has a great story and great, great twists to it. And it has great acting. Like, I just adore Michael J. Fox and James Garner. So the two of them together uh, was wonderful. Um, and, like, they even somehow invented, like, a whole language for it, for the Atlantis mm-hmm. language. And they even had, like, McDonald's commercials where people were speaking the Atlantean language. And I remember learning some of it when it first came out as a kid. Like, they had, they had a lot of work put into this film. And then it just didn't do what they thought it was. And I just, I love it. I mean, clearly I named my dog Hita, so. Yeah. I'm going to go off uh, Disney for this. There were, I saw um, Aquaman, and there are a lot of similarities between that Atlantis and this Atlantis. Really? Like, the fish-like vehicles and, Mm -hmm. like, laser things that will shoot people as they're trying to go into Atlantis. And, Hmm. um... I don't know. I was like, and there are some, like, the way some of the buildings looked and, like, how um, some of the structures and stuff. I'm like, this looks a lot like Disney's Atlantis. Is there, like, a, like a, like a legend of Atlantis that's kind of, like, what everyone references back to when they talk about it? Because I'm like, this the is similar. only mention of Atlantis, like, canonically, quote, quote, was the quote by yeah. Plato at the beginning of the, um, of the movie. Where it just says in a single night the city of Atlantis sank into the ocean. Yeah, that's. I think that's the only ever mention of the city of Atlantis is that. Yeah. Um, which I'm is just wondering where people are getting their like information ideas from. I'm like, is it? I from mean, to comics? be fair, I don't know. But to be fair, Aquaman has been a comic for longer than Atlantis: The Lost Empire was. Right. So who so. knows? Um, I don't know. Also, yeah, I found just that could interesting. be. It also just could be the fact that there's nothing new under the sun. You know. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's I, I put that as my number one, even though it wasn't technically a flop monetarily, it was in their expectations. Um, and they just dropped all of these plans that they had for it. So that was mm-hmm. my that's my number one. It's just a fantastic film. So. Yeah. so I believe that puts our number one as Treasure Planets. Which yep. let's just I want to throw this out there. I um, real quickly looked up some uh, some inspiration for the Long John Silver accent in Treasure oh, yeah? Planet and there is a BBC uh, movie review that describes it as it travels from Dublin to Glasgow via Kingston, Jamaica yeah, <laughs> I said it sounded like Caribbean or something weird I just, uh, I liked it and just the way that, like, the food that he was cooking was very, like, Caribbean feeling and stuff like mm-hmm. that, he just, that's what he reminded me of, um, yeah, that's, that's cool mm-hmm. alright, so Treasure Planet 
That'll be our number one. I think that means Rescuer Down Under is our number two. Yeah. Yeah. And everything um, else is a one <laughs> voter. <laughs> I will yep. say this. Black Cauldron was my number five. And it was okay. on my list until Rescuers Down Under. My... Black Cauldron scared me so much as a kid. I have maybe... I might have seen it three times in my entire life. It, and you know what? I didn't think Gergi was cute. He's a little creepy. I put this out there. I was like, something more annoying than me? Get this out of here. I don't <sighs> like it. <laughs> Aww, he's very Gollum-like. Yeah. But that, furry. Mm, that also might be what it is, is because as a child, I was terrified of Gollum. Yeah. Terrified. So that might be what it is, is he had too much similarities to that character as well. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe as an adult, it wouldn't be so bad, but... Gollum in uh, Fellowship of the Ring scared me. Then then I got to see what he looks like. I'm like, okay, he's okay. He was re- like, well, he was really creepy in I'm Fellowship. I'm talking about the animated Hobbit from the 1970s. Yep. Oh, that's even worse. Yes, it's he creepy. was terrifying! Frogman. <laughs> he's like, my dad, but is it, is it tender? Is it scrubs? No, stop it, stop it. He would do I saw that because he knew that would scare me all the time. I feel like we rented that once and I was like, I don't like that. I don't know what this is, and I oh. don't like it. <laughs> no, we owned it. We had it recorded, so we've seen it a lot. Yeah. I uh, I had honorable mentions, but y'all didn't say them. Oh, well, <laughs> what were yours? What were they? We might be swayed. I, uh, my honorable mentions, uh, I had Meet the Robinsons. Was that a flop? Yes. Yeah, it didn't do well at all. It didn't do well. Did it make its money back? Uh, I think it just barely did. Okay, here's my thing. is Disney's live-action movies are so bad and didn't make any <laughs> of their budget back, but the list was chock full of live-action movies I don't care about. Like, okay, Kina, you're going to have to let me do my thing. Uh, I don't care yeah. about Lone Ranger and Tomorrow Land and Meet the Deedles or whatever it is. I don't care about those. I want to know. I didn't even di- see those. Yeah, I want to know about the animated movies that flopped. I also had Sleeping Beauty. Okay, Sleeping Beauty. I didn't w- see that one. It was such a major flop that it put fairy tale adaptations on hold mm-hmm. for 30 years. Yep. I mentioned that yeah. last week with 101 Dalmatians. They almost stopped animating entirely. Like, 101 Dalmatians helped save the idea that the studio should keep doing animation. I mean, just think about mm-hmm. this concept, though. They didn't do another fairy tale until The Little Mermaid. Woo, buddy! Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that was right the tail end of the 80s. The one that restarted it all. <laughs> yep. I wanted to think of Great Mouse Detective, but then I was like, oh, wait, no, that was actually a commercial success, despite the fact nobody our age has seen it. <laughs> um, Sad. Yeah, because Black Cauldron did so badly, Great Mouse Detective persuaded them to keep doing animation. I was like, wow, because I always thought of it as an underrated one, and it actually did well. Yeah. Um, okay, so are you are you pushing for the Black Cauldron? Um, well, we have we have our first two, right? We have Treasure Planet yes. as number one, Rescuers Down Under. Black Cauldron can be our number three. Okay. Um, Putting it. Because I was going to go for either Atlantis or Newsies. I'm sorry, I have no soul, and I hate music. So Fantasia's <laughs> yeah, not going to work I'm for sorry. me. I'm sorry, I hated Fantasia as a kid. I was like, <laughs> Always fall asleep. I'm sorry. Like it's there's like I can see some of them. Some of them were interested yeah. me, but a whole movie full of it I couldn't do as a kid. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't know what kind of brain I have, but apparently you it have like a stuff like brain. Fantasia. Here's I another like thing. Lyrics. 
I like lyrics, uh, so. Yeah. The thing, also, the thing about Fantasia, just to throw that out there, we had, um, I don't know what other states have, but in Texas, we have UIL, like little competitions, and I did uh, music memory, and my mom actually taught it, but she would, a lot of times, like, if one of the pieces um, that we had to memorize came up on um, Fantasia, she would, like, bring it into our little, like, group who's... Um, trying to remember like all the different pieces and be like okay if you hear this think dinosaurs and think nice. ride of spring like you know so it's it smart. was it's very good it's a really good tool for anyone who's like a music memory coach <laughs> for those little I think it was like fourth and fifth grade was the grade I don't know if they go beyond that but yeah I don't know I just love it I love music all right, so All right. I don't know. That's where I'm at. I would push for the last one to be one of those two. Uh, I probably would, out of those two, I would probably pick Atlantis just because I've seen it more and grew up with it more. Newsies is kind of like came along later, but Atlantis I... has more nostalgia for me. I have no way of telling you because I haven't seen the Newsies movie. I've only seen the Broadway musical. Right, yeah. Because of that confusion from way back when. Um, so. Yeah. So th I think as a group, it sounds like Atlantis is the more cohesive choice. All right. So number four, we'll round out our selection with Atlantis. Did you hear that, Kita? You won. You won. <laughs> oh, yes. So oh, our yes. final list. You won. <laughs> <laughs> our, our final Happy list calling. is going to be uh, number four, Atlantis, the Lost Empire. Number three, the Black Cauldron. Number two, Rescuers Down Under. Number one, Treasure Planet. Yes. yes. So if you like our choices, go ahead and let us know. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust Podcast. Email us at firstgeek411 at gmail.com. Or uh, tweet at us. You can reach us at FTPD underscore podcast or on our personal Twitters. Carrie is at Sparkle underscore fists. I am at Spilled X Water. And Deanna's at, at Deanna790. And uh, mm -hmm. let us know what you think. Oh, what are we doing next week, Deanna? Uh, next week, um, Kita. I am going on a trip uh, this weekend that will be on the sea. So I figured. Let's watch 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea because I've not seen it. Um, and that I'm pretty sure that's a classic. <laughs> um, and I also decided let's rank top four ocean movies. So movies like Lilo and Stitch, Moana, many um, of the Pirates movies, anything that's like ocean centric or, or takes place near the ocean, in the ocean. There's so, lots uh, of ocean. <laughs> are you saying the theme for our movie this week is the place you least want to be on your trip? <laughs> <laughs> I will be near the ocean on a boat. I do not want to be under the ocean. So, but I don't know. I was just like, what are some oceany movies? And then um, I found like a list and I was like, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea is a classic I have not seen. So Just, just don't pull up a side and adventure on us. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what I what I picked. Alrighty. Okay. I'll look forward to that. And uh I'll thank try you to very watch much it. for for listening, people. Yeah. Yep. Bye guys. Bye. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>